When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Go. All right. Welcome, everybody, to episode 21 of Three Birds and a Punt. This episode is entitled QB1. I am one of your hosts. My name is Afia, and I am joined by my friends, Whip and John. Say hey, guys. Hey, hey. Deuces. All right, it's going to be a great show. We're having a special guest. His name is The Birdman, host of Outside the Locker Room. You can find him on Twitter at TheBirdman78. We have a great group of topics for you guys tonight, going into Jersey Changes, State of the Eagles, um, talking about the Deshaun Watson allegations, and really going in on the Sixers and having JoJo back. So let's really just dive right in. I want to hear your thoughts on this Jersey change. Let's start with you, John. How do you feel about um, Jalen going from one to two and even Joe Flacco going from five to seven. You know, there'll only be one number five in, in Philly. Exactly. Just a t- Welcome all, all you viewers. I uh, just want to thank <laughs> you for checking in. Yeah, it, I thought it was weird. I'm like, why would they give him number five? That's 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 Starship Five's number. You better, I know you want a Super Bowl and all, but uh, you can't come in and take that number, man. It's, it's going to be in the rafters soon. Correct. It's going to be, but uh, it's already in the rafters, bro. Had to. It's already up there already. Oh, they yeah. retired his number, right? Eagles ring of honor. Yeah. Eagles ring of yeah. honor. Yo, yeah, yo, yeah, I know. But uh, Quez Watkins going to 16. I'm, yo, this- I like that. I like that, actually. There is, they're actually having a discussion about changing and allowing the skill players to take on single-digit jersey numbers. And I'm actually really about that. I would like that proposal. What do you, what do you feel about that, Whip? Um, I'm glad to see the young buck get to have his jersey number back. You, you know damn well that's going to set off a damn uh, um, guns a blazing with him. You know, you already think that he's confident now. Just imagine when he get his number one on his back in the start of the season. You know, um, we're going to see, man. Our, our, it's not about the number you wear. It's how you play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, at the same time, some of these kids are superstitious. Maybe he think that number one might take him to the top. And, you know, for some of those uh, 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 Jalen Hurts uh, haters out there. <laughs> you got to say his swag is on a thousand, yeah, though. Yeah. You know, oh, it's, it's even crazy because some people on Twitter was really making a big deal about it, man. So, his swag is on I don't, a thousand. I don't know why, but you know what? Dark rising. <laughs> you know what, though? You know what, though? I will say this. I will say this. I've never necessarily been a fan of Jalen and number two, but I've always been a fan of a QB and one. So he he has inched me a little bit closer to to the the Jalen Hurts swag with a with QB one because I think that's the best most accurate jersey number for any QB is QB one. 
Um, so, so I like that. I like the change. It would be very interesting to see if he could handle the pressure that comes with the change. Cause you know, Philly has to make a, a mountain out of every molehill. Like what was saying, right. The people in, in, in Twitter was kind of going off on the Jersey change. It's like, it's, it's like not a big deal. I mean, I feel for the people who bought his Jersey already, but I mean, maybe the Eagles will do a Jersey shop. You never know. Like, Hey, tweet them. Yeah. We're going to see. That's true. We're definitely going to see. You know, do you what do you feel about the idea that they might allow skilled players to have single digit numbers? Because I'd like the idea of seeing some maybe some running backs and wide receivers. Yeah, some of these I, single digits that'd be nice. I love it? that shit, there, yo. I hope I hope they 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 you know make that you know happen because um them college cats who be dominating and college you can bring that shit over here. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, yo. That'd be fly. And just imagine if the Eagles go ahead and grab Devontae Smith. He can be six. Right? That would look so nice. That'd be fly, yo. I'm just I'm just saying it would be fly to see him fly. And I'm for do you guys have any reason, like just generally, why would they even have it so that skill players can't take single digit numbers in an NFL? It's something that's been grandfathered in from the first years. They just never once they put that. I think it was uh, it was like Nuke Rotney and those guys in that time period that were like, no, 20 to 30 running backs, 40 to 50 linebackers. Like, they, yeah. it's always been that way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you know what, though? It's time for a change. Like, a lot of things in NFL, like female referees, like not, like not using a freaking card to figure out where we are in the yard of distance on the Field, there's a lot of things that need to change about the NFL, and I think the jersey numbers would be a good one. Um, so three birds fans, we have our special guest, the Birdman. He's coming in. I want to uh welcome him onto the show. Ah, <laughs> my guy. Hey. What's up, the Birdman? Hello, welcome to Three Birds in a Punt. What's up, boy? Can you All hear right, me? Hi, my name is Zafia, and I know you know Whip and John. That's right. What's up, homie? What's up, brother? Long time, I think we bro. can't hear your audio. Yeah, we can't hear your audio. Your audio. There you go. Can you hear me? There you there go. There you go. go. All right. All right. What's All right. going on, guys? Okay, you tell me. How you been? How you been? I've been making it through everything that's going on. Let me get my studio light to the side. It's a little brighter hands. Put <laughs> a little bit to the side. All right. Uh, you know, I'm making it. You know, we got the birds. We got a lot to talk about, you know, just trying to keep my head above water. So I stay positive going into the season, even though I don't think it's going to have a positive outcome. But I'm still going to remain positive. Let's let's get into it, DeBerman. I want to know what you feel about the state of the Eagles, because my, my guy Whip was kind of telling me that you go way back. You a diehard Eagles fan. You know, you're very knowledgeable about the team. Let me give me your thoughts on what you feel like is going to happen this season. Uh... I'm glad you asked me that question. I talked to Whip on the show, and uh, I let him know it's two perspectives you can have. That you, one, that you believe the Eagles are going to be competitive this year. The second is that it's in a rebuild. And I told Whip my, my stance on it. It's a rebuild. And if you're thinking that it's a rebuild, you have to be pleased or semi-pleased with the moves that Howie Roseman has made for the acquiring <laughs> practice. It's a funny joke. April 1st was just around the corner, so you know I got to come. No, but no, but in all honesty, I'm serious. Um, I understand. Now, I don't, do I agree with him making the picks? Not at all. Mm-hmm. But the acquisition of 
these amount of the accumulation of these draft picks, you can't. It, it's good. Mm-hmm. Now, who's in his ear? Who is he talking to that's going to help him make the picks? And that's we had to see. I'm not impressed with the coach. We'll get there. Okay. We'll, we'll get there. Why, why not? Like, give me your thoughts on Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. I can't classify him as a good football mind. Okay. We know who run the show over there in Indianapolis. The same person that helped us uh, hold up that trophy. Uh, and right. Carson Wentz is in good hands over there. But mm-hmm. I mean, anytime we're not, we, you, we're not every, sure. Every right? every listen. Well, we are absolutely sure about that. No, no, we not. If you go, no, if you go I back, think, I think we're more sure of him doing no, we well ain't. over there no, we than we were sure of him no, we continuing to do well here. We are a a bird man. We already had. This. Okay, well, he has a better. I understand. You can have discussions all you want, you know, but facts are facts. <laughs> right. He is. He, he was the guy that went out there. He was the guy that went out there and actually um, uh, went out there and went look for Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. had him at the highest grade, and convinced Howie Roseman to actually pick Carson Wentz. So who do I think knows Carson Wentz the best? Is going to put him in the position to win? That coach mm-hmm. <laughs> that helped draft him. And like I said, Carson Wentz in that year with that coach, what, did, what were the numbers? Was he's not second runner up for MVP? Now you look at that. You look at that way their offense is constructed. They were about to do damage. They was doing damage in the FC with Old Man Rivers. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. And if you're an Eagles fan, you actually kind of got to perform this year because uh, yeah. we need that first round pick. But Sariani, um, every time he spoke, I, 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 if you preach to somebody that he's a leader of men and that he's somebody that can win a locker room and communicate is the number one thing. He did not communicate to the Philadelphia media at all. We can smell BS a mile away. <laughs> and when he started to speak, all I smell, it's like a barn door opened and 466 horses had just took it a, taken a dump and it just hit me in the face. That's what I felt when I heard Nick Sirianni talk. And then he went on talking about his brother coaching high school football and how we, we put our minds together to come up with this game. What does that have to do with the Philadelphia Eagles? This is not the Cincinnati Bengals. Shout out. I mean, no disrespect to Cincinnati Bengals fans. This is a supposed to be a top-tier organization. You can't come to us talking about some high school football. Do you not realize they're going to eat him alive? But right. I digress. I, I agree. I agree with you on that. Um, so let me ask you this question. What's your mind? What's, where's your mind at on the upcoming draft? I mean, I heard you say something about you know, you like the fact that we accumulated accumulated picks, but I haven't heard nothing about nobody being hired to help Howie with these draft picks. I want to get your thoughts on that um, because you already know how I feel. I think it was stupid. I think it was dumb. You moved out of six to go back, even though you accumulated picks, but the sexy pick ain't there no more. So now you got to worry about if this person can do it, if that person can do it. Or if Howie Roseman going to draft right. What's your thoughts? Right. The evaluation is more important now. Yeah, what's your thoughts? It, 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 it absolutely is more important. But look at the history of Howie Roseman. Mm-hmm. How many guys has he picked in the top 10 and has succeeded? Has he not succeeded at second-round picks, third-round picks? You notice their first-round picks are not really good when you come to Howie Roseman. Mm-hmm. Of course, you want to go out Lane Johnson. You couldn't miss that high with Lane Johnson. You couldn't yeah, but- mix with Fletcher Cox. Could you say those picks though are Andy picks or or at no, the end chip. of Chip they and when chip. they're having their collaboration? Oh, oh chip, right? there was Chip picks. Oh, yeah. Do you have you the have same. you have twenty twelve for Fletcher, you have twenty thirteen for Lane, right? Mm-hmm. So you in those instances you have 
right there, you know, and, and I'm not, I'm, I know people like to call me a Howie hater and I'll, whatever, I'll give credit where credit <laughs> is due. I do think that Howie has had some, some okay drafts, but he is only able to draft okay starters, quality impact players he has an issue with. And I would agree with the Birdman that he finds better value at towards the end of the draft. You know, he's able to find drafts in like four, fifth round. Jalen Mills, Mills is an example. In, in the first Jaylen three Mills rounds. is an example of that. Was it six, seven round pick? Oh, wait, 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 did you see Jalen Mills' contract? Would he get paid? Right. For, what that mean? For, for Are what? you serious? For where he was drafted, though. The whip. For where he, he got was drafted, drafted in the no, seventh no, 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 round. No, no. Hell, I don't get, dude. This man just said Jalen Mills. Absolutely. <laughs> well, absolutely. The Green Goblin. Hell, Green Goblin is trash, bro. And you know that. Cut it out. Bird. Oh, let's. Oh, let's. Oh, let's. No, no, oh, no. Let's. You'll always thank the Green Goblin for that Atlanta game, okay? When he pushed Julio Jones out the end zone. Do y'all really? Do you, you, come on you now. Really that was a passing appearance. Too. That was do a you believe that was great yeah. coverage, or do you believe that Julio missed? Really? Come on. Stop. Okay. Well, listen, no, he pushed bro, him out the end listen, zone, so it wasn't. Man. It didn't matter. Oh, so you like the second round? Well, where's what Saul Douglas at? The second round pick. The well, third round. Where was I, he at? I can explain that to you. God, I can explain you go. Where's Sidney Jones allow, at? Allow me to explain that to you. Rasul Douglas left hey, here. JJ, he, wanted been, he wanted uh, to be a better corner than uh, Jalen Mills did. That's for damn sure. Who? 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 Rasul Douglas was way better than Jalen Mills. First Stop of all, Rasul Douglas is what you call a player that was in the right position at the right time. All his interceptions were tips. Okay, you get okay. that? What what have Jalen Mills done for the Eagles? He did Besides this. Besides get burned. He won us a Super Bowl. He did this. He was the starting quarterback. He was the starting quarterback on the Super Bowl He was a seventh-round pick. And he Man, played like a seventh-round pick. He's a seventh. No, wow. <laughs> that dude is just, No, bro. You got to give him trash. credit. Wow. You got to give him credit for the value of, what the of hell? this seventh-round pick. Seventh-round picks don't Don't, don't even make the team. Dude is trash. Are y'all serious? Y'all really listen, listen. Me? Relative, <laughs> relative to what you want a cornerback to be, I understand your point, right? I understand your point. But relative to his value as a draft pick, the Birdman is right. It's great value. It's great off. value. Minute, damn it. <laughs> hey, John, <laughs> I see you up here pondering. Are y'all serious, Dylan Mills? He's a seventh round pick. Seventh round pick. Dude, I don't something. He, the dude he played crazy. above. He, he he played admirably. He played admirably for the Eagles. What yeah, he was all right. I, even listen, though, no, even though he was a turnstile against Tampa Bay. Listen, uh, I wish, I wish, I wish the Birdman partner was here. If the Birdman partner was here, he would side with me, and that's the Don of Sports, and you know it. No, he would. I'm not he saying. Went. I'm not saying that you don't have a point about how his like his his limited. Uh, talent as a player. He is extremely limited as a player. You're absolutely right. But for where we drafted him and what you would have thought he was capable of doing, he should have just been a backup player that only came in for like uh, shitty hours. Okay. Mm-hmm. But he made it to being the starting cornerback of a Super Bowl team and then won that game. Like you got to give credit where credit is due. For he that. got paid and then he, then he switched positions, took a pay cut. Yeah. But meanwhile, we we posted up Roddy McLeod like he's this guy. Yeah, he's not yeah. he's not a guy to me. He he's a regular guy. 
Yeah. He's the same guy I see sweeping the streets with the teal suits on down the center city. He's he's that's he's that guy. <laughs> I mean, he does great things off the field. Shout out to Jalen. I mean, shout out to McCall. He does, but come on, come on. Seven round pick. He's got he's got he's got paid. That's all. That's I, all I'm saying. I, I will say. Gotta give respect what he's doing. To Birdman's point, you know, but I'm tired of this idea that we could only find value in the later rounds because that's a crapshoot. You know what I mean? We don't trust our scouting evaluation. Y'all was just saying who is going to be in Howie's ear. What about Andy Wilde? He's supposed to be the personnel guy. He's supposed to be the guy that's going to be able to, to give us a great board. But as we've heard from reports, that it doesn't matter how well the scouts set the board up if mm-hmm. Howie and Lori walk into the room and they have an agenda and they want to go wherever they want to go whatever so what do you do oh, for that you know how do you feel about the reports Berman that Howie that Jeffrey Lori has basically taken over so many personnel decisions he talked about JJ Howie apparently Howie uh, allowed Lori to make that pick Sharif Miller we know all know that Lori chose him you know Lori plus for Jalen Hurts so let, let me ask you how you feel about the owner uh stepping in um we've seen when owners step in they start to lose their mind Oakland LA Raiders <laughs> nation Dallas. have dealt with that until the man passed God rest his soul uh, we've seen what Jerry's done but Jerry's won Super Bowls yeah. Jerry's one of the best that has ever done it as far as putting his nose in and still acquiring talent. He's just, a, he's, he's just obsessed with the, the, the sexy pick. So he's going to stick it to the Eagles anyway. Don't be surprised if Kyle Pitts is a Cowboy. I'm just saying, they don't need offense. Yeah. But boy, you don't want that to happen. But anyway, um, Jeffrey Laurie, I don't understand why you need football guys. you got to have football guys. And if you look across the league at the teams that won Super Bowls, the team that was in contention, playoff contention, they're all from Andy Reid's tree. Mm-hmm. They are all football guys. Hardball. Uh, Ron, Riverboat Ron, that's in our division. Watch it. Yep. All foot. Doug Peterson. Yeah. Football guys. And you got it. Uh, Bill McDermott. McDermott. He was here. We fired him. Tom Bowles was here. Hey, we fired him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Super Bowl. Hello. Like, it's just, you got to have football guys. And I have to believe that there, this, I, I, I'm, I, like I said, I'm usually the guy that's negative Nancy. Um, I'm, the, the whole house is going to collapse, but I have a new outlook on life and in the social media and in the media. And I'm going to say hey, there has to be something set up where Jeffrey Laurier said, we're going to listen to the scouts. Mm-hmm. How are you going to still head? We can even say that you made the picks, but we have to listen to the scouts. Because when I seen the report come out, came out, and that pick fell in Minnesota, and we did not, I don't know what we got against LSU players. We just don't like them. Well, Jalen Mills is LSU. Just letting you know, Will, he is LSU. You know, secondary. They breathe secondary. I'm just letting you know. Seventh round. But anyway, um, he has to listen to these guys. And I'm excited because I don't think that we are going to stay put at 12 because the way the draft board is looking you're going to have five quarterbacks and we'll select it back to back to back mm-hmm. and i believe there's another team that's going to jump up into that race yeah which make two more at least yeah the broncos and the panthers well be careful 
be careful of the Panthers because the Panthers, they, I think they will also look to acquire a quarterback via, you know, a trade. True, true. A veteran. They don't want to go through that. The, the team, I, I just see that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you still can end up with, I got my list of guys that I think the Eagles should get. But you can end up with a Parsons, a Waddle, a, a, a Smith, and even a Pitts. I've seen my drafts fall down. When they got Pitts fall, it's absurd that he would fall down to the template. If he falls in that name number, you have to jump up to get him. But now you got a first round pick stash in your in your wallet for next year. So if you got well, you got what two two thirds, so you can play around there if you need to. But I'm going to decide that Jeffrey Laurie has spoken spoken to this man after being sent away in the closet. You know, after you know, I don't know if y'all know he started out as his driver. I don't know if y'all know how he rose was his driver. That's yeah, he was an intern. He would do whatever. Intern. And I want to say some comments, but it's going to be over Rachel. So, I, you know, I don't, this is my first time on. So, you know, about people and how they, you know, yeah. certain cultures let's cultivate just, their, their money. You know, but I'm just going to say that's why he's a, keep it to, you know, to you know, the sports. Yeah, let's yeah, just, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, Whip, you know how I get out of control. I get fined Yeah, I got to rein sorry. that in. We got to, let's, let's go pay some bills. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I, I'm, I'm semi, I'm excited. I'm excited because we don't know what it is. We don't know what Jalen Hurts is going to be. I, I don't know what this coach is going to be, but I tell you one thing. I'm hoping his his performance, his knowledge of the game shows on the field other than what it's showing in the media. Because we've had coaches yeah. that can't speak to the media. But Peterson couldn't right. speak to the media. Um, right. So we're used to that. So we'll see what happens. But I, I'm, I'm looking up. I know Whip is – come on, man. Have faith, brother. I said I'm a little mustard seed. Man, that's biblical, brother. That's all you need. Listen, we are so, so happy to have you on, Birdman. You have given us some great insight. Um, please, please let the fans know where they can listen to you and follow your podcast so they can get more great uh, uh, insight that you have into the birds. Well, you can check me in the Donna Sports on Blog Talk Radio. Um, just follow um, us at Mad Sports. That's M A D D. Sports with a Z at the end, not the S, drop the S, add the Z. Um, we send a link out to, to via Twitter, um, but you also can go on Blog Talk Radio and, and search outside the locker room, you know, OTLR. We hold it down, but, you know, I'm liking the Zoom thing, man. I, I had a visual before. I'm, I might be coming over to you guys and, you know, doing some things, you know, trying to be like y'all. Oh, before I forget, stay right there. Uh-oh. What you got? I'm going to be giving away this Carson Wentz jersey to <laughs> a person that tied sides with me and say that Jalen Mills was a quality pick in the seventh round. Come on. <laughs> Whip. Matter of fact, I'm going to send this to you, baby. This is official. Let me tell you how I get this before y'all let me go. Let me tell you how I got this. Let me tell you how I got this. We're in Chickie and Pete, South Philly. Cowboy game. Eagles have a chance to win at the end. Carson Wentz throws an interception. The man takes off his jersey and has a Nick Foles jersey on right underneath, and he gave it to my son. And I still have it here. Still has the beer stains on it. Anybody want to get this? This is a. My son was excited. He don't even like football, but I, I put it in the man cave, and, and now I'm trying to take it out. So anybody want it for free? Is you just dial one eight hundred trash, and I'm gonna give you this free uh, jersey. All right, man. I appreciate y'all for having me on the show. Thank you, Mr. Burbank. I could go too far, man. I'm sorry.
<laughs> that has been the Birdman. All right. You can follow him on Twitter at the Birdman78. Uh, that man's hilarious. He's a good friend of Whips. And obviously he has um, some very good, passionate insights into the Eagles. That was a great conversation. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, let's head right into our next segment. Okay, um, to, to switch in topics a little bit tonally, we're going to talk about something a little bit more serious. Um, you guys, I'm sure, have all seen or heard it, whether on Twitter or through ESPN or local news, the, the Deshaun Watson um, allegations, the Deshaun Watson story. And so Rhea Three Birds uh, felt the need to kind of comment on this topic. We want to do it in a very sensitive, human, uh, compassionate way. So we're going to try to a little bit move a little bit away from the football uh, perspective for a little bit. So um, let me let's start with, let's start with you, John. How do you feel or see everything going on with this Deshaun Watson situation? It's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. And there's so there's so much that we don't know about it. So I like, is it is someone doing this on purpose to sabotage this man's opportunity for next? Like who knows? Like who? Like all these ladies are coming forward now. Like it's hard to it's hard to sift through and see what's real, what's not, and this. Absolutely. I'm taken back by it because this is a guy that's cookie cutter, clean image, all about football for the most part. We never really hear about Deshaun Watson outside of football. If you really think about it, outside of like commercials and things like that, you never, and like his philanthropy work, you do, but like outside of that. He does a lot for the community. Who knows what's going on? Um, Let me, let me, let me say something on this. Um, This is a very, very touchy topic. Okay. Um, First and foremost, I have daughters, okay? And just the thought of it alone drives me up the wall of somebody, you know, uh, being a predator to, to, to my girls or any girls, period, any women. Um, Deshaun Watson is a great football player. That's that's not even no question, okay? Um we all know about the situation with him trying to get out of Houston because it's very toxic at that organization. So I have no clue what's going on. I just find it real strange. This is just my opinion that everything started to come out on the trade deadline day. The exact day of the trade deadline is when all these allegations started popping up. Um, I don't know. Like you said, John, um, he's a clean cut kid, man. You know, um, backstory. I met this kid at the draft when he got drafted to the Houston Texans. I was the first person to actually meet him personally, shook his hand. I told him, you know, good luck in the draft. He said, thank you. I never seen anything that everybody is talking about now, but you never know. People got um, skeletons behind, you know, the door or the closet, whatever you want to call it, but it's a touchy subject. And I, I don't know, man. I, I, all I can do is say is, um, what, what's the word Steph? Um, 
He's not guilty. I mean, he not what he's not because what's the word? In, innocent until proven there you guilty. Are. He's not, yeah, he's innocent you know. until proven guilty. That's exactly what it is. So as 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 a fan of this young man, we just gotta sit back and watch and see what plays out. What you what you think about it, Steph? Um, a lot of things come to mind, honestly, when I think about this situation. Um, you know, one of the things I don't for for the birds fans who may not be aware, my in my real life, I work in the mental health field. So I'm very sensitive to the issue of of uh, sexual assault and mental anguish trauma and things of that nature. So um in my respect, my default position is is always to believe victims. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a sense of where you're understanding the context of how these allegations were brought forth and to Whip's point about understanding, you know, the, the, the nature of the scene in Houston and, and how he wanted out, but then there were, they didn't want him out and, and understanding that there is some, um, some connection with the lawyer and, and the owner and that can kind of blur things a little bit. Um, at the same time, you never really know these players you only know what they're presenting to us we've seen time and time again so many players who are presented in very clean cut very mild-mannered very you know you would not know that they have all these skeletons in their closet that they're they're Mm -hmm. engaging all these um illicit things because when we when we trust public personas we elevate them to a certain magnitude and we 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 allow them a certain latitude that we don't give other people and if that has happened in this Deshaun Watson situation shame on him and shame on us for for not holding him to a better standard you know um I I think that the the number of women have come out that is a little bit just a lot I think that ESPN story that came out really changed a lot of my thinking because this was a woman who is not included in the the primary lawsuit has not as of yet filed her own lawsuit but has a story to tell about inappropriate conduct so i i I don't know you know and i also think i don't know just in general do you think that it's normal to have so many massage therapists even the people that defended him he had 18 massage therapists come out and defend him i feel like for athletes you want to be consistent you want to find someone that you can work with once i don't know i'm just what do you guys think so here's the thing this this is why i'm a little sketchy on the whole situation because like you said you know when it comes to people you know um being victims like they are right now that is a touchy situation. So it's, you 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 feel bad, but at the same time, here's here's what's holding me back about everything. Why now? Why you come out with all of this right now? Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, twenty something women, and it's all in a massage parlor. I don't know. Like, l- listen. I don't know the kid. I know he's a young man. And, and from what I see, he's been doing well. And, you know, he's, he's not an ugly looking man. So I'm pretty sure he has a female or a woman in his life or, or possibly more. But I, I, I just find it a little suspect. But at I, the same time, I can understand that how these women feel. So I'm, I'm not taking sides here. Right, I just find right. it strange, you know? I, I do think it's important to, for us to recognize when we're trying to understand 
what goes into these types of conduct. It's never about attraction. It's always about a power dynamic. So you have to switch the way that you're viewing, you know, in certain instances, it's just about how far can you go? How far is someone willing to allow you to go? And, and, and people can get off on that. You know, if, if they don't get a high from other things, they will push the boundaries of propriety to, to seek out that sensation. I don't know if that happened in this case, we will find out. I think it was very interesting that it was only a civil situation for so long and then the 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 lawyer did not you know he said he was going to go to the police but didn't but then now finally there has been a a criminal uh uh, charge put out so i think we have to let it play out in the in the legal realm you know um and we were going to hear things that are going to change our opinion every single day Mm -hmm. about what is going on but at the end of the day you know, there's going to be pain felt in all communities, and we really just have to be sensitive to that. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. You know, so so really, us at Three Birds, you know, we are definitely proponents of any sexual assault survivors. We definitely want you guys to understand that we are always uh, behind <laughs> you and, and in telling of your story, and we definitely want to make sure that the truth is told in all situations, mm-hmm. um, because that is what's needed for reconciliation and accountability. The I truth agree. needs to be told. Yeah, that's right. Definitely. All right. All right, so let's switch topics a little bit. We're going to go into our last topic of the evening. Uh, we're talking about the Sixers. I see my man Whip has got up his his twenty one jersey. Who's that? Who, whose jersey is that? Whip? The man JoJo. The return. JoJo. Is, is, is he tonight. back tonight? Tonight. Tonight. Okay, okay, okay. He's back tonight. Yes. Yeah, let's get into it. What are you expecting out of your Sixers tonight with JoJo's expected return? Well, well, one expect. A fired up JoJo. Um, you agree with that, John? I'm pretty sure you do. I ex- do. Ex- expect, I do. expect the rowdy JoJo. Expect the JoJo that's going to go off for at least about 35 to 40 tonight. Um, and plus, his biggest weapon is back. And what's that? The fans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. He 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 is he he loves to put on a show in front of people. Good homecoming. Yes, if it we're is. playing at home. I think we are. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. I think as we're, we're wrapping up just as the game has started. So it's perfect timing to talk about it. You know, right. hopefully uh, JoJo is playing and he is, as you say, you know, we're able to kind of be fresh on the court because um, as we ended these last couple of games with the Sixers, I think they lost their last game. Yeah. Ben didn't really play as well as he ought to. So it's a good time for JoJo to be back to kind of give us that spark, that energy we need to kind of finish out the rest of this leg strong. Well, hold on, wait, 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 wait. No, no, they no. They, won. They, won. They, just, they just won the last game. Yeah, they I, won. I apologize. Yeah, they, 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 they lost they, the one before that. Our, the one before, okay. Correct. Yeah, so they, they just won the last one. So it's it's, 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 it's going to be good energy. So far, man, Um, the Phillies is 2-0. They swept the Atlanta Braves, okay? So that's beautiful. Um, Hopefully the Flyers will win tonight. And now we got, <gasps> you know, this, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> But now we got the Sixers up the back. But um, John, what's your thoughts on Embiid coming back, bro? Much needed, much needed. We need it for the playoff push. That's the MVP. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah, trying to get yeah. back on it. Um, You're right. It's good to have like the young guys really stepped up. Look at Shake Milton. Like Shake Milton's been doing his thing. 
he's been over the last three games, he's been averaging 25 points a game. Yeah. Um, off the bench. Uh Danny Green, Seth, Seth Curry, um Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. There you go. Dwight Howard. Yeah. Matisse Steibel playing D. Yeah. Cork Miles doing his thing. Therese Baxi. They, I mean, they got they, a good, they have a good it's a good, it's a good group. And yeah. I like the way Doc coaches them, you know, because I really find that what I what I tend to see out of these games is we we have uh, lulls, rising lulls. And when it gets down to the end of the game, we're usually at our lull, and he can coach them back up to finish out the games. Mm-hmm. Their defense is much improved. That's the one thing. Mm-hmm. If you look at the team from Brett Brown's team, the Doc, the defense is like light, night and day. Mm-hmm. We had so many. If you think about all the games that we lost in, in closing moments with Brett, with Brett Brown as a coach, Compared to now with Doc as coach, it's 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 a one eighty. It's a complete one eighty. I agree. The teams I agree. are they're playing defense early. They're getting deflections, and that's that sparks the rest of the offense. It sets mm-hmm. them up. They can there. And if you notice when they inbound the ball, Ben's looking to bring the ball court right away. He's not waiting. They're pressing the pace. Yeah, that, that right. There's a lot more energy. I agree. The There's a lot more energy. A lot more focus. Yep. The transition game. Mm-hmm. The transition's on point. Yep. Yeah. So, Way more focus, that. you know, because I think I think definitely there's there is a lot of maybe latitude being given by Brett Brown, and you can't you don't have that with Doc. You know, you can't just slack off and you think you're going to get away with it. I feel like he's way more willing to hold these guys accountable. Oh yeah. More so yeah. than the their their superstarness overpowering the coach. I agree. Oh yeah, because Brett Brett was like Brett. Coach Ben Simmons' father. So he has a relationship like he's an uncle. So he's not going to reprimand Ben and tell him to shoot more. In the press, he, in the media, he will like, oh, make little things like, oh, yeah, we like Ben to shoot three threes a game or something like that. Ben Ben was like, man, whatever. That's my uncle. I'm not He coaches, but I'm, I mean, I'm coming whenever. Days I agree. Over. And they would eat whatever. They would, you see how Joel changed his diet? This dude has a chef now. He's eating right. He is a son. He's that's the that's the and they, they enjoy playing together. If you see yeah. them, yeah, I, now, I see the difference. They I talk, definitely do. The when, they're all, when, when they're out of the, the game by themselves, they sit and talk and they laugh. That never happened before. Yeah, the relationship off the court has improved. And I think maybe Brett Brown, I think Ben's relationship with Brett Brown caused maybe that because Ben was automatically the favorite only because mm-hmm. his familiarity with Ben and his family. Yes, yeah, a great so maybe point. Maybe Joel, they had a they had a and that's what Jimmy Butler was upset about. Like, no, I, guess, I agree. I, guess I, think, I, think you have a great, I think that's a great point overall. That that maybe the coach was just playing with that dynamic. But we we really are are excited to see JoJo come back. It's going to be a great game. We need to get to it because it's on right now. Uh, so so let's let's close out here you know please make sure that you have subscribed to the pod we are streaming on apple anchor and spotify you can follow three birds and a punt on twitter and instagram at three birds and a punt we also have a youtube channel please don't forget to subscribe to the youtube channel as well this has been episode 21 uh entitled qb1 my name is afia you can find me at according to afia you can find my guy whip at Mary Jane's Gimp and John, John Monroe Jr. This has been, we're going to edit that out, okay. This has <laughs> been three birds and a punt. Go birds. Go birds. Return JoJo.
Get 40 tonight, bro. Peace.